You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig, I'm the host of the podcast. I'm joined by Chris and John. All right, guys? Evening. <laughs> See, See, the thing is, nobody's going to understand that. Pause. I really need to explain, really explain what's happened. Well, apart, from being, apart from the fact that we've like, we're 24 hours, well, 25 hours late in recording. <laughs> uh, we were originally planning to start off at 9 tonight, and then we realised the major derby was on, so we thought we'll delay it. And then, Craig, you can come in from your side in terms of what's happened with you. And then basically Skype was uh, playing up, it was acting up. It said my system was unavailable as I was actually using my system to try and log in. So now I'm on my phone, so I might sound a wee bit different to everybody, but I've got Gorgeous. a hot face, uh, or, or so Greg tells me. I've got a hot face with my phone right next to my ear. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I've managed to get back on my PC, but I can't <laughs> use Skype. So I, <laughs> I'm not totally lost. So uh, professionalism, that's what, that's what you're here that for, listeners, isn't it? And uh, see that pause at the start as well, John? I don't like to give uh, give away all our secrets, but what happens when Chris hits the magic button and truncates that? <laughs> that's that's the, uh, the joke goes away. The, th- the thing was as well, originally it, should be, it would have been Chris that was introducing and he was going to be talking to himself because the two of us Aye. were struggling. I was struggling with the recording side of things as well. So, Aye, <laughs> it's not, not been good. Greg's having a lucky night off. Like, Chris, okay. you, could have, you could have done it whereby you like did different voices. <laughs> could have been like the. It the, could be like only the the excuse podcast. It would be the worst impersonations you've ever heard. What, 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 what would what would you have? Would you have different accents? Like as a. I'm I'm rubbish. Throwing a bit of Polish or something. Could you just can he speak uh, Polish? Aye, I'm not Polish. Po- John, I'm not Polish. No, I'm not Polish. <laughs> Well, that's going to be a rubbish impression of us then, isn't it? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Polish Aye. Football Forums podcast. Can a special guest? I'm Chris, so we're going to talk about Gornick. Jackie, Jack- Jackie Jackanowski. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> right, so in, in this week's podcast, we've got all the usual stuff. We've got the charity bet, we've got the uh, discussion over the, the Premiership games that have just passed. And we've got something to look forward to because John's been doing a lot of research for the, right. the playoffs, and I'm telling you, he's been building this up for quite a while. There's been quite a few WhatsApp messages pinging about about how much research he's done, how many stats he's got. He's not just copied, he's actually researched, so right. I, I don't like to build it up too much, but this is going to be the best thing we've ever done in the podcast, ever. We should probably... We should probably <laughs> should, should prob- add what wasn't the, the best messages we had on the WhatsApp group in the last few days. <laughs> I, I just don't accept John's uh, friendship on WhatsApp because you're going to end up with some some pretty dodgy photos getting sent around. Dodgy photos, you were delighted. Uh, I can't, I can't believe Greg asked who was it, who it was. That shows that shows his age. I, 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 I look like Let's just say it was uh, it was Kelly Brook. Right, we would, <laughs> we don't really need to go any further than that. <laughs> Let's not be a bit of a Moving on. I'm moving on. Right. The charity bet at the weekend there, no surprises, but it it was burst. We didn't get very far. 
uh, at all. Uh, McManus didn't score first, and was it Stranraer let us down? Yep. Yep. Aye. So it, Morton did alright actually. Like, although McManus didn't score first, Morton did come back for a goal and win that game three two. Aye. But aye. Greg. Greg. Let's go for it. Let's blame Greg. He's not here to defend himself. Aye. Right. 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 He's, he's to blame. He's to blame. So that's bust. Right. Okay. Now we'll rewind back a wee bit further because we'll start looking at the the matches that that were played because there's quite a few midweek matches. Uh, unfortunately, I've not managed to see all the highlights because. I only watched sports scene on Sunday night and they managed to, to fit in maybe a minute to cover all the games midweek. So other than seeing uh, the, the incidents uh, live, I've seen the, the Motherwell game. But other than that, I've not seen much. What about you used to? Uh, I watched the, the Motherwell St. Marin game on Tuesday night. I, it was uh, entertaining. I haven't seen a pumping like that in Motherwell since... No, let's not talk about that, brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, I, I seen that game. It was good. It was uh, it was kind of expected, though, wasn't it? St Mirren's uh, not had a, a good season at all, and I think that it's, it's curtains for them. They'll just be looking forward right. to, to starting afresh next season and, and seeing how they get on in the Championship. Aye, that and the, the 3-0 loss they had on Monday night there was, has killed off any chance they've got to staying up directly. I mean, they're, they're 10 points behind Motherwell, they're 16 points behind Ross County, so I can't catch him. You're looking at a state in the rocks. I don't think there's much doubt of that. Like well, I said last week, they need to get six points out of that. And they've got nothing, and they just look done. Uh, there's nothing about that team to praise. I think they've chalked it. To be honest, they, they just uh, they look I like a so. team that's just chalked it. I, I know that's bad to say about professional footballers, but they don't really see much fight there or much in terms of spirit or anything. You would think. No, you would think there'd be a reaction at some point. Gary, Gary Teal after the Motherwell game said it was going to be very hard for him to avoid delegation and then he, he, before the game uh, last night he was saying oh, well I've, I've made these I've made these comments but that's completely different for saying my players have chucked it mm. so it might be but you still, you still look as if I've chucked Aye. it yeah. the problem was earlier on in the season I think that they, they were too quick to, to blame the absence of Thompson and uh, it was uh, oh once he returns everything will be okay everything will be okay and then he returned and everything wasn't okay. I, he's got what one goal this season or something. Uh, it's just not what they expected. And then to to sell their their best player. Aye, that did I mean to be to be fair, if you ask me, their throw started a minute to get out of Danny Lennon. Yep. They should never get a that one. What more did they want him to do? He had them finishing seventh in the league. He had he'd won them a major trophy. I mean, that's that's some going for a, a team like, like St. Martin's size and probably more importantly finances. Aye, I think it is. But since then, they've, they've tried to go down the cheap route with the manager. They, got, they, they promoted Tommy Craig for it within, which was a disaster. Yes. Since they've got rid of him, they've promoted Gary Teal for it within, and that has been almost as big a disaster. Like you say, they sold Kenny McLean to Aberdeen, which is I mean, fair play to McLean, that's a, a great move for him, but it's just, it's, it's destroyed any chance that Martin even had to get into that position, and I don't think they had much of a chance to be honest. Even when they no, was it one one? He was ne- McLean was never going to be the guy. I one one or she's. It's just what the everything this season about some has been appalling. Yeah. The only yeah. maybe good thing has been the emergence of Marlon, maybe as a maybe. bit of a because I think in terms of the I think the youth system. Or they're trying to do kind of good things with the youth system, and obviously that's what they're going to have to rely on. So maybe going down to the championship one step back, maybe that'll help in the long run. 
Even then, I can't see it. I mean, I, I look at St Martin and I think, ah, okay, they've got a decent youth set up, but it doesn't look as good as Falkirk's. And Falkirk have been in the Championship for a good few seasons. Yes. St Martin could, St. Martin could be heading Aye, to the tough time. They, they could, they're going down, and I don't see any hope for them coming back up anytime soon. Well, they, they need to they need to budget for that. They, they can't go down and expect to come straight back up because there is the... Well, I was going to say the potential, but there will be one of uh, Hibs, Rangers, uh, Queen of South down there. Uh, possibly all three. Oh, possibly all yes. three. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be very difficult. And let's not forget Falkirk in there, which you just mentioned. Uh, they'll they'll mm-hmm. be looking to, to push for the, the playoffs uh, next season. Potentially the title might be a bit of a stretch for them. But yeah, it's difficult to go down. There is the, the parachute payment that they'll get uh, going down. It's not as good as the second bottom the Premiership but aye, they're going to have to go down with a, a decent long term plan I, I talked up Anne Budge uh, a couple of weeks ago I've probably talked her up a few times but uh, she, she had a, the right idea at Hearts that she wasn't relying on promotion this season uh, and she's got a wee Brucey bonus of getting it uh, that's the kind of thing they need to be thinking about, that's the kind of approach they need I think for all Hearts didn't budget for it you could see even towards the end of last season that they were going to have the ground running when they, when they entered the Championship. They've certainly, as through the, the closed season and they put the team together and into the new season, you've seen their aim was always to win that Championship or at the very least get out of it as quickly yeah. as possible because Robbie Nielsen basically went, I'm not interested in the Petrofac training club couple um, he was unlucky with the league in Scottish Cup and both times he drew Celtic. So I don't think there's much chance in any of the three cups they were in. He certainly they didn't really care about the, the Petrofact training cup. That, was, that much was clear. They put out the boys against uh, Livingston. And, I mean, that's, to be, to be fair to Hearts, the two, that's two cups out of two so far. They've listed the eventual winners. Ah. And could still is. They've Celtic won the Scottish Cup at Bell 3. But uh, yeah, the, the focus was always yeah, on the league. And they were always They certainly benefited from the, the end to the season they had last year. Um, yeah. In terms of that, and obviously oh, the yeah. players, the young players, would have kind of learn from that. The ones that are still playing just now at the moment, still getting a game, they've they've kicked on. But Nielsen or the kind of whoever was clever enough to come in and get some experienced players to add to the youths that were there, and they've robbed that league, obviously. Yeah. Having yeah. said that, they have chucked it the last couple of weeks. They've earned it. They chucked it late enough. But they, they, I mean. If I was a Hearts fan, I'd be a wee bit annoyed right now because, all right, you've earned the right to chuck it. But that was Hibs. Yeah, I, 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 well, we might as well I jump think... onto that Hibs ah. game because uh, that was, aye, I had money on Hearts thinking uh, it's a sure thing the way they've been playing all season and Hibs, they were having a bit of a slump. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you say, I would, all things being equal, I would have put money in Hearts getting at least a draw out of that because I've managed to win the first one and draw the other two. Uh, but oh, they just weren't at the races. And I don't think, like I say, it's hard to criticise them because they have won the league already at Canter. It's been done for a few weeks now. So they're playing these games just to, to finish the season. There's nothing else to play for. They've done the job. Hibs had something to play for and Hearts, didn't they? That's, that's, that's exactly Hibs did. Hibs needed that one more than anything and the fact that it was a derby the fact it was a derby is probably why Hearts should have been a bit more up for it but uh, I say that but it's very easy just to take your foot off the pedal yeah. when there's nothing see the, the chance that Malonga had 
when uh, he decided that he had two players he could have passed and he decided to do uh, neither that or a, a decent shot. I've seen him do that uh, too often. He, he just he seems such a selfish player. I, I don't know what goes through his head in that situation because it's, it's almost uh, the level of football that I play at, which is uh, the, the lowest of the low. When you get somebody who thinks scoring a goal is the be all and end all, and forget the team, forget the the assist or the pass. They were Chris Boyd. <laughs> uh, he featured at the weekend. Uh, he, he came on. And I don't think he really did anything of note. Uh, he didn't block any shots anyway. Are we doing first? Then we start with the championship games at the weekend. Should we do that for a change. Well, Oh well, we've not we've not even we've got an actual one. We're going with the script. Yeah, hey, you with the script. Aye. There's no aye. script. Aye. To be honest, the the, the the important games this week have all have almost all featured the playoffs in some uh, area, whether it be like Ross County and Motherwell, St Mirren, and the, and the bottom of the Premiership, or if it's the the teams in the, the towards the top of the Championship. Yeah. Because for me, the biggest result this week, the the, the last uh, set of games, was uh, Falkirk beating Queen of South. Because that's pretty much decided who the three playoff teams are going to be. Queen of South and Rangers playing that game. Uh, I think that Queen of South beating Rangers helped, but I think the the, the thing that's clinched is Queen of South beating Falkirk. Ah, you you said Falkirk beating Queen of South, but I knew what you meant. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, uh, despite uh, Peter Houston thinking he was the better side. But yeah, that's all but sealed. All I need is uh, 1 1. And I think they've got, yeah. well, no, no, wait a minute. I was going to say, I think, but I'm not even going to go out there and, and say how many games I've got left because I know Stato will be itching to tell oh, us. You talked about me. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, get I, will. I, will. I, I, I thought I'd have a wee look at it um, in terms of, I was kind of quite interested in terms of the fixtures that are left points and what kind of mathematically is possible uh, before that though I've done some other stuff that I looked at I think we've all probably agreeing that Rangers it's going to be Rangers subsequent in the south in the playoffs right yes, definitely. now I thought I would have a real look at the head to heads so Rangers v Hibs oh, uh, yeah, okay. yep. Rangers against Queen of the South Queen of the South against Hibs ok hmm? now Rangers and Hibs played, th- played each other five times this season hmm? four in the league once in the cup the four in the league, yep. Rangers have one win, Hibs have three. Yep. Okay? I won't, mm-hmm. bar, I won't talk about the cup, it doesn't really matter. It was right? a big cup, aye. So, yep. so, in terms of that, Hibs better there. Now, Queen of the South and Rangers, mm-hmm. Rangers picked up four points, Queen of the South picked up seven. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Queen of the South against Hibs, Queen of the South picked up seven points against Hibs four. So looking at that, Queen of the South are favourites for the playoffs. I tell you what, good point. Yep, that is mm-hmm. a good point. And Queen of the South, uh, they beat us twice at their gaff and they outplayed us. They didn't just beat us. I would argue uh, against Tibbs uh, Ibrox that, that we were the better team despite losing. But no, I wouldn't argue that against Queen of the South. They definitely outplayed us and, and beat us. Uh, convincingly, even by the, the scoreline. Uh, n- never mind the actual football on the park. But uh, so I agree with you there. Uh, they're they're kind of unsung, if you like, as well, because a lot of people have been focusing on Hibs and inevitably focusing on Rangers because uh, those that, that maybe don't focus a lot on the Championship assume that the Rangers should be strolling it because of the wage bill. But yes, it's good. To, I'm glad that you mentioned Queen of South because uh, I think they've got a very good chance, whoever they play at their gaff, 
they've got a very good chance of winning that leg. And it really just depends how they, they fare in the, the away leg. It's a fact as well, they've got positive records against both teams are playing. They're going to be yep. well, they're potentially playing. Yep. Um, also as well, I think Jamie Fowler, or James Fowler, I should say, seems to be quite a kind of positive manager. And, and then the lift that they'll have after beating Rangers as well, coming up to the playoffs... Um, yep. it's good, good things for it, good kind of signs for them. That's that's I think that's a key point. Momentum as well. So if they're coming out us with momentum, yeah, exactly. Well, if you go into the playoffs of form, you've got a very good chance of getting through them. And I think of the three matches coming out South, they've got they're all relative, they're all sort of bottom half of the table teams. Yeah, well. So there's a good chance Queen of South will take nine out of nine at the last. Yeah, well, that was games. the kind of thing that I originally looked at was the games that they, the kind of three teams have left. Um, I mean, I know, I know Hibs, like the final day of the season, Hibs are playing Falkirk and Hearts are playing yeah. Rangers. So and tw- they've, they've both got a, tri- a tricky tie they, they, just before the playoffs. Queen of the last three games, they've got Aloha and Livingston away, and they've got Barn at home. So all fixtures that you would look at and think, Queen of the South are definitely favourites. Uh, obviously, the teams at the bottom, the likes of Aloha and Livingston, have got stuff to play for, so they're not going to be easy games. But you would fancy Queen of the right. South. Uh, Hibs have got Livingston and Aloha. Uh, and then Falkirk the last day as you said Chris there and then Rangers have got Livingston Dumbarton away Falkirk at home and Hearts away so Rangers have actually got three away games yep which and Rangers have got to play Falkirk and yes. Hearts let's see that's quite tricky uh, as well and that could be crucial because obviously there's a there's a, the, the second place to play for which gives you uh, two games less because obviously the third and fourth are going to play a fourth yeah, the, only mm. issue, the only issue there might be by the time that Rangers play Falkirk Falkirk have got nothing to play for because I think they'd be, I think fifth place, they'd be is pretty much certain. I think. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, and no, because there's a possibility that the players at Falkirk could be playing for a place in the cup final, aye, depending aye, on how this weekend goes. Yeah, that's the biggie as well, because uh, Hibs obviously are in the same boat, and that that'll have a massive bearing on the the, the playoffs and and whether the the teams. Uh, well, in the playoffs anyway, whether Hibs can afford to to rest their players for the playoff, where their focus is going to be, uh, Falkirk's focus is quite rightly going to be on the cup if they get to the the final. They they, they won't care about the the league mm-hmm. by then. Uh, Wraith Rovers are ten points behind them; they've got a game in hand. But even that finishing sixth instead of fifth is well worth sacrificing for uh, giving yourself the best chance in the cup final if they make it there, obviously. And I'm, I'm I'm also sure the SPFL will be really hoping Falkirk won that game against Hibs in the, the weekend in the, the Scottish Cup because there's always that danger that uh, should Hibs make the Scottish Cup final and should they come through the playoffs in uh, the final round against the Premiership team, there was a currently scheduled a Saturday-Sunday game. Yeah. <laughs> One after the other. Mm-hmm. So it's a scheduling nightmare, should that happen? It's definitely well, not been a very good way schedules either because eh, the Don't oh, oh, yeah. Busy. That brings us aye, aye, that point does that. He brings us nicely. Well, well done, Craig. With the script, there, aye. Ah, it's a script. I'm on my phone, but I've still got the script. So, is, does anyone have an answer as to why the fixtures haven't been announced yet? Because there are a bunch of Because shoot, it's decided now who the top six are, bottom six are after the Aberdeen game at Kamarnock. The TV, the usual I think story, it's t- t- yeah, TV exactly. dictating. Right, this is where they'll, we can, they'll this have, is where they'll we can have a, Aye, they'll have, they'll have some sort of. 
draft proposal as to what the the factors are supposed to be that will have went to Sky and BT and they'll be sitting there going, oh, we want to show this game and this game and this game and this game and BT will be saying, oh, we want to show this game and this game and then they'll not be able to agree on it. So they'll be fighting over it. I think there'd at least be an announcement to say, right, the factors are going to be announced maybe this week. I think as well, I mean, the split, it's, it's good points, bad points, I think. The, the home away possible uneven games and all that, I think it's not good. But if you look at it, it's left most teams playing for something. Um, yeah. But what they, what they could do, they could totally build up the split. They could build it up like something kind of like, you know, in America they have the draft system for players. They could have the split on TV. Can I add a bit of excitement to it? Try and get folk encouraged to go to the games as opposed to what's oh, going to be on TV. No, I think I so. Well, I don't know. It's, it's build up a bit. Like it's yeah. end of the season, there's things to play for. Get along to the games. I mean, folk are going to, to be done. Folk are yes. going to struggle to make it. No, everyone obviously has the the advantage of being off every weekend to go. So people may have to make try and get plans, get off their work yeah, and stuff like that. They're going to end up. That's the problem. Up. There's games in what twelve days time. Yeah, and nobody knows what where they are, where they'll be, whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday they're playing. Yeah. So how you make your you get it? decent transport if it's. You can't get decent transport. You can't get your cheap train tickets because it's going to be. And again, that's something whereby you would think maybe someone, Don Caster, whoever, would maybe like speak to Scotty or something like that, try and get some sort of partnership. Oh, I, I the thing is, right, John, I, I don't mean to be rude, but you're being silly because Doncaster is—he's no got time for that because he's—he's well, he's busy. He's got all these uh, all the irons in the fire for the the big deal, the big sponsorship <laughs> deal that he's got in the pipeline. But there's and, a deal, Scotrail. Well, well, a Berlio, <laughs> but I'm sorry, a Berlio, isn't it? Well, it's still uh, Scotrail, but, but, but that would be sure that would be the sensible thing to do. But obviously, they don't think right. sensibly. See so, the thing with this this split, right? Surely, before the weekend's games, there, surely they could have drawn up a draft proposal for oh, all eventualities. There's yep. not that many eventualities. There's not that many of them, right? And they could have put it in a computer and hit a button. The right? supercomputer. And it would come out with the supercomputer mm-hmm. and it Aye. would have come up with all these fixtures. They could have sent that off to Sky and BT and said, yep. right, okay, here's eventuality A. Who do you want to show? Eventuality B. Who do you want to show? Instead, as, as you've just mentioned, the fans who have already paid their season tickets are now sitting not knowing if they can go to the games because we're already stuck with very few 3pm Saturday games, Chris. I, I know it's, you mentioned <laughs> that about how few Celtic have had. Now, Five out of 17. So aye, it's, it's shocking. And, and now we're in a situation where, is it a Friday night? Is it going to be a Monday night? Are we talking Tuesday? It really is up in the air, and I don't think it's good enough. I think they could be doing more work, and they, as in Doncaster, he's the one, he's the chief exec, he's the one that should be, uh, his neck should be on the line here, yet he seems to be immune. It's only Barry Hearn that seems to be the the one that can criticise him. Everyone else at the top seems to just say, oh, well done, keep doing what you're doing. Well, you would think they would consult the fans, but they don't care. Hopefully, maybe the I know there's an introduction to the fans group thing, so maybe that's something that will be fed back. But it'll probably be fed back, and it'll be, oh yeah, thanks for feedback. Yeah, two fingers to the fans because uh-huh. it is generally two fingers to the fans. My my biggest problem is the the imbalance that you mentioned as well. Um, the SPL stats was tweeting a few possibilities of what the fixtures could be. One of those possibilities had Celtic going to Inverness for a third time. Now, we've already played there twice, lost the first time, 
through the second time, just at the weekend there. <laughs> when the title's race is still on, effectively. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see Aberdeen going to Celtic again as well. You know, like daft things like that. I don't think that's likely to happen because of the the, the balance. Um, I think if anything, it's one of our home games is getting turned into a game. There's one of the things that needs to happen. So I, I don't think uh, there's any chance of Aberdeen going to Celtic for a third time. Stranger things yeah, have happened. Moving on, I think to men they are announced. Um. Hope I, I hope anyway that Aberdeen and Celtic's early after the split because at least that way well if we it puts a wee bit at least a bit more pressure if Aberdeen were to win as opposed to <sighs> as opposed to leaving it till it be a totally meaningless game. I know it could be a meaningless after that, well, it could be that game and then there's meaningless games after, like four after that. But see the thing is, John, you're looking for excitement, and I know uh, from experience that when they're deciding these uh, post-split fixtures, they want to try and make the games as uninteresting as possible Aye. and I'm specifically talking about the, the good old days when you used to get Celtic and Rangers facing each other, they would try and hide away the game at 5am on a Tuesday morning so well, that's, 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 <laughs> How can we play this game so it's as meaningless as possible? In terms of that they probably will have Aberdeen Celtic early because they won't want the possibility that I mean, I know it's, Now you've mentioned it John, you've got a jinx on it Aye, right? well, I, know, I, know there's, I know there's a it's probably unlikely but still there's a wee bit of belief in terms of Celtic dropping points at the weekend. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's possible they could try and make it that um, Celtic Aberdeen is the last game of the season. Just in just, case. Do you think they would do that? Well, I suppose Aberdeen Celtic. Do you think they would do that? Like if no. You look at I would. I, if it was me, I'd do it. Um, but they won't. Actually, to be, to be honest, I think what might be the best solution is just in case there's a chance at Celtic and Aberdeen are still in the title race in the last day of the season, I'd have the two of them at home. Or in the last, or in the last day, that, aye. On the last aye. day of the season, that yeah. way, if Aberdeen win the title, or there's many if Aberdeen fans there as possible can see it, if Celtic win the title, there's as many Celtic fans there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, again, that, that'll be dismissed, Chris. No, no, it's too yeah. much sensible thinking here. Despite us, it being clear that it's a manual process, it's manual to the extent that it's uh, to, to make sure that it's as bad as possible for everybody. This is probably a big guy tearing his head out just now. He's not even got a computer. It's, it's, he's, he's had the same problem as us at the start. It's like, laptop, needs, laptop needs updates. He's like, oh, oh, someone help me, someone help me. And then he's going to listen to the podcast and he's going to go, ah, light bulb. <laughs> Possibly, aye. <laughs> right, okay. Can, well, we, we'll, we move on to the, the other games of the weekend. Aye. Well, that, that, the one thing I was going to mention for the midweek games was the Dundee Derby. Well, I we can talk about that, but to, to be honest, Chris, I was actually brushing over the midweek games <laughs> because I don't want to mention the, the Queen of the South game more than I did. Uh, I, the Dundee game uh, against Dundee United, I had uh, over two and a half goals. Uh, I bet on that and it came in pretty quickly. I think Chianiak had a bet on it too. Aye, as a bit of a howler, but then he's the type of keeper that he'll do something like that and then uh, he'll, he'll pull off saves that, that don't belong in the, the Premiership. It's he's an enigma. I, I, that's probably a nicer word than the Dundee Raid fans were calling him last week. <laughs> <laughs> you hear one of their coaches got sacked because I uh, 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 used to be a Dundee player. Well, I think that there needs to be a wee bit of decorum when uh, when your your closest rivals uh, <laughs> wins. But as long as he's professional in his job, as long as he puts in a hundred percent. 
in my opinion, he can support anyone he wants as long as he does your, his job. Your, your main <laughs> rivals. <laughs> it's, it's probably not the cleverest thing to do. It's not the cleverest thing. Aye, I give him that. But like, I, I think it's fairly obvious that he that he will have a soft spot for Dundee. Uh, you look at uh, Jason Cummings scoring against Hearts. He's a Hearts fan, he's, but he's a professional. He does his business and he winds up the Hearts fans after he scores. He's, he's a professional. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't really. I think wind, winding up the Hearts fans a bit odd. <laughs> What's that? Hearts fans a bit odd? Did you say? No, I'm saying winding oh, up the Hearts right, fans I, a bit odd. If you're a Hearts fan, I, just yeah. heart, I thought you just said Hearts fans are a bit odd. The thing is, Chrissy, you know what kind of guy he is, or you know what kind of guy I think he is. He's a, he's a good player, and I've just called him professional there. But aye. other you're than right. that, I don't like him. <laughs> McDonald's, McDonald's. Uh, oh, I, oh, he doesn't like that. Does does not like McDonald's. <laughs> that's why he doesn't go anymore, John. Because he doesn't like it. Burger King should sponsor him. Nothing to do with him being banned, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I we see the uh, Hibs Hearts game. I thought, what's Jonathan yeah, Sutherland thought... going on about? What's, why? Why did he mention? I had enough talk of championship. We've moved away to a championship. Oh, this isn't about the championship. Really. About this, is, this is about uh, Sutherland saying to Michael Stewart, uh, let's go and speak to uh, ex-Hearts captain Michael Stewart. Did Sutherland forget that he played for Hibs as well? Aye. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that when he said It's a weird one. It's it's just one of those. Um, um, and Michael Stewart didn't even say anything. He was just like... Mmm. <laughs> um, I think it was one of, the, one of the few bits of sports you know, I actually saw the punditry in between. Because most of it was oh, just... Right, well, I'm going to come back. Oh, pardon Evan. I'm going to come back to Stuart later on because, uh, I don't know, something I, something no right about him. I, I don't like it. See, start, the start of the sports scene when he stares into the camera, I don't like it <laughs> for then on. He just, he just get a wee wave or something, a wee smile, it's, but he just stares. It's when they do, see when they do the, the Scottish Cup thing and they have this as if it's kind of some big kind of almost scary thing I think they did it once and then it's his face that's even worse mm-hmm. yeah, I, mean, I know I maybe yeah. never described it that way earlier but if you watch sports scene and you watch it when it's a cup the Scottish Cup aye uh, you get like uh, like the um, John and Sullivan playing cards in the yeah, dark yeah himself. so yeah uh, <laughs> right, right, we'll, we'll, we'll move away from that uh, and uh, just before we finish up the midweek games, if you haven't seen it, go look up uh, Stephanie Hansen's goal again for Celtic against Party Thistle. It's a sick cracker. It's probably the one time in the game Celtic managed to get the quick passing movement to get all the way into a goal. Because uh, sub- <laughs> most of the time we're hitting defenders with it and misplacing pa- mis- passes and all sorts, but that one goal was a moment of brilliance. It was totally worth going and sitting through the other 89 and a half minutes. Uh, on the subject of Johansson, it's worth mentioning that Dial has mentioned that in Norway. He's getting linked with a few German clubs. I don't know what clubs, but um, daily I think Dial also, Dial also said that um, that's pretty good for Norwegians. He's usually talk players up, so he's not really surprised. I don't think he thought too much of it, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, I don't want to talk about going to uh, So, games at the weekend. we got Dundee United doing their, their neighbours a wee favour by beating Hamilton. And keeping them in the, the top six. More importantly, that means another Dundee Dundee. Yeah. It's a shame for Hamilton because, see, the highlights, they don't show you the full picture, but it seemed to be all Hamilton. And uh, yeah. Scanning said that after the game, uh, that he felt they were a bit unlucky. See the thing, though. Sorry. 
No, carry on, sorry. Uh, everyone's talking about, obviously, the, the, the collapse that they've had since Neil went. But see if you'd said to the start, the start of the season, Hamilton fans, you're going to finish seventh, potentially, mm-hmm. seventh in the league. They would have been That's, delighted. I don't think they will. I don't no. think they will. I keep falling. But do you think the others will pick up enough points to... Anyway, but Thistle but and Kilmar are not a fight well, between them. They can, get, they can make that up. And Ross County are Just even say that they would stay up, I think they'd have been pretty pleased with yeah. it. Yeah, I, think, uh, I, I think most folk have written them off completely. Probably. Aye, I think it's so. It's a strange thing to say, but you'd need to go back pretty far to find the point when they made themselves safe from rel- from the automatic relegation spot. And probably at the start of the season, Hamilton fans would have been happy with that. Mm-hmm. But that's a point. I mean, when did when did uh, Hamilton reach twenty two points? Because that's that'll be one above St. Bernard, right? Yeah, it's think... a strange one to think about, isn't it? Because they started this league yeah. so well, and we're looking at it as a, a fall from grace, a disappointment. Yet, John's right. Uh, maybe maybe they're not going to stay in seventh, but uh, wherever they end up, it's probably going to be better than uh, the Hamilton fans would have hoped for. Especially uh, the manner in which they they managed to to sneak, sneak in. Really, it was a hard-fought uh, entry into the Premiership. A long time ago since they beat Celtic. October. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a, a penalty, a good penalty shout uh, when McKinnon hit the strike. Uh, Dixon, uh, I think, uh, it ticks all the, the cliches uh, for what makes a, a handball. I would have given that if I was a referee. But By the way, just on, on, a, on that note, when Hamilton beat Celtic, that put, that put Hamilton twenty points. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's when that's pretty much up. Uh, they beat Aberdeen the following week. Went on a three 0 game. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So the the middle of October, Hamilton had more points than Man. Yes. Yeah. And so, if, I look, uh, if I look at that three 0 game, that's the last time we lost in it. The, the last time Aberdeen lost them was Celtic. Celtic. So yeah. that was aye. Uh, uh, now I'll... Hamilton were four, four points clear at the top of the league when they did that. Done United, they gave a hand over them. A long time ago. Yeah. Aberdeen were fifth and Celtic were sixth. <laughs> so, Killer uh, against Aberdeen. I was listening to that in the, in the radio on the way to Ibrox because we had a, a Sunday three o'clock game, uh, which is a bit unusual, I suppose, because we're playing Thursday night. You can't expect us to play on the Saturday. But it sounded uh, a pretty good game and a pretty exciting end to the game and i seen the highlights and uh, Brown's clattering was as ridiculous as it sounded on the radio. Oh, it <laughs> was... was uh, <laughs> like, I was at the game. A rare game I managed to get to. But, I mean, Aberdeen pretty much dominated. Uh, there was a few, probably, if you were a Kelly fan, a few questionable decisions. In, in I was going to say that for for Aberdeen, um, the that were robbed in several the, seasons. The one that springs to mind is when Obadiah was through, and I think it was flood. Um, <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't say good. I wouldn't say I'd say he blocked him slightly. I wouldn't say that was a foul. But then the next time when you the whistle blown, we're like, oh shit, what's happened here? And then Kelly had been penalised. We're like, eh. oh, oh, thanks for that, that ref. That. You know that way you were. <laughs> kind of, it was. Right. I couldn't quite understand. Are you um, sure it's Abadai and it's not Abu Dhabi, which Pat Bonner called him? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, in terms of it, I mean, Aberdeen dominated possession. I don't know how Kamari, I know Kamari had a kind of good run when Locke first took over, but they looked, I don't think they were kind of a great side. They were, I mean, they were 
one up front and it was McGuinness and there wasn't even anywhere, anyone close to him in terms of supporting him. So they they offered pretty much nothing. Uh, but I said, um, in terms of Aberdeen, Willow Floods, he'd obviously been out of the team for a long time. Back in, he was brilliant. But he was, he was, yeah, he was Willow Flood at his best. He was doing all the kind of dirty work. And then after he'd done all the kind of dirty work and you thought, oh, brilliant, he played like passes and you're like, oh, he's kicked out of the park. But yeah, he was really good. Willowford was superb. McGinn has come on to a great bit of form. Um, he set up both goals. I think he's probably leading assist person in the league. So again, McGinn, really good. Um, no other kind of thing I would have said in terms of the team at times, and I felt that's quite a lot at times this season when Rooney plays up front. He's quite isolated at times. I'd like to see a bit more support. Major positive though, Cammy Smith. Uh, I think before the game started, we kind of seen the lineup and seen that he made a few changes from midweek. Daniels came in, um, Smith came in, and I'm trying to think who else. There was one other. Can't think just now. So we were kind of like, oh, what's he done here? But Smith played well, kind of got in, kind of in between the lines a wee bit, and then obviously scored the winner. So that'll give him a bit of confidence, give us another option in terms of in the kind of attacking side of things with Hayes, McGinn, Pollock, McLean. Smith, Shankland, Good Willie, Rooney, loads of good attacking options. We managed to keep Ryan Jack in the bench for most of the game. And then he came on looking at maybe about 10, 15 minutes just to kind of settle things down. But, but I mean, then, oh, I mean, Scott went in the air. I mean, there was no reason at all for Scott Brown to come out. I mean, you're, you're, it was that way, you're looking at it, and it wasn't even just, folk weren't even shouting and screaming. It was just like, it was utter disbelief. Yeah. And you just, you probably, you just seen about 700 foot. Uh, folks' chins just dropped to the floor and go, oh, God. But thankfully, it was an awful penalty. Pretty bad penalty. Oh, um, and, yeah. I mean, I mean if, Kel, if, Kel, if that had finished too old, it would have been robbery. Yeah, absolute robbery. But Aberdeen, after a couple of kind of draws, bounce back to what wins against Inverness and then Kilmarnock. And then, as I say, Inverness did us a wee favour in terms of maybe... Still having a bit of belief in McKenna, and I do, I do agree. I agree more so now. McKenna saying, "I definitely not going to win the league," but then Dealers come out and he said, "Oh, it's mind games," which maybe is. But obviously, Celtic are massive favourites now. Well, he's he's, he's right. I mean, it's not quite over yet. I mean, the gap's what five points now. Well, if we, if we, Celtic is seven games. Get a game in hand. Yes, yeah, so but we've a game in hand. So that that's come on. So that's eight points. I would think uh, we still have Dundee to play as well so we're, I mean Kamala is the last team in, outside the top 6 we're yeah, going to play struggled against Johnson to be fair at times that's that I mean Inverness Inverness if we have to go to Inverness that could yeah. be tricky I think the, others, other, the other option of switching this, our game is St Johnson so, we, could, we, we struggled against them they obviously beat us at Celtic Park as well uh, we had a draw away to Dundee in the, near the start of the season and Dundee were a better team if you ask me Aye. The, there is games there you can drop points but we obviously Dundee United have collapsed so they're probably a three pointer but knowing us we're quite capable of not getting three points yeah. off them I think the, 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 the team in the top six we should be most confident taking three points off it's that high yeah. <laughs> I know but then it's a bit odd I don't even believe that you're due a win against Aye, well, but due a win against she's for and the, I think Aye. the tricky part for Aberdeen is they, they just need to yeah, keep winning. Yeah, they'll win every game, and, and that's, that's the tricky still. part. I mean, 
Dundee, I've been a bit of a bogey team for you this season. Aye. Obviously, they've made the top six, so that's been a, a bit of a blow for you. Um, you have to go to Inverness, I think, maybe. Uh, quite if, possibly, uh, aye. I mean... What, that's, again, it's hard to deal with the, the fixtures, but that, that's kind whatever of... Ha- whatever guess. happens, when it's 68 points, we've matched what we finished on last season with six games to spare. So, yeah. I would think <laughs> we're going to certainly get more. Uh, if, I mean, if we were to finish on something like 80 points, I think there'd be no... There'd be, no, there'd be odd occasion where that would have been enough to win the league um, yeah. in terms of that. And yet, Celtic have lost, what, four games in the league, is it? Somewhat, it's Aye. not as if we've been particularly bad. We 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 struggled earlier in the season, maybe, but I don't I don't think Celtic have been well, seventy three points. Was that not now? I mean, if we look at if we look at it, say for example, we do win all our games. You don't. You, you could end up the the difference is the games between Aberdeen and Celtic. Exactly. Uh, maybe even less than that. Even if we maybe get one win, it could end up. Uh, mm-hmm. no. Well, no, so. and I think that, that that's the key thing is, is Aberdeen have been amazingly consistent against the rest of the, the, the league this season it's just been the games against Celtic but there, there have been the difference between the two teams uh, and, uh, and the last game you played against us at Celtic Park ok we won it 4-0 but for at least half of that game it was looking like Aberdeen Aye, and then they just didn't take their chances. Now, Aberdeen are going, into, going to go into next season with the vast majority of that team still there. They'll be another year more experienced in a, what's effective a title challenge. I don't care what people say yeah. it's a title challenge. They'll go into that with confidence. They'll go into it knowing they can beat the rest of the teams in the league. They'll go into it knowing that they can probably take something off Celtic next season. And they'll strengthen with the likes of Shane. Definitely, and I think... So I, I think Aberdeen, it's going to be even tight. Yeah, we touched season. on it. I mean, I think we touched on it earlier in the season with our team about the challenge in terms of the, the, the way we're signing players as well. See the signing of McLeod, I think that makes a bit of a statement in terms of we're trying to sign yeah. the, better, the best players out with what Celtic can afford to pay, if that makes sense. Because McLean, like, I think yeah, I, I, some Aberdeen fans are getting on his back. He's been asked to play a very different role for Aberdeen than what he has for St Mirren. But he's disciplined with it. He's not... He's, he's playing it well it's just I think people are expecting him to come in score goals because that's what he did at St Mirren I think folk forget mm-hmm. he scored so many for St Mirren because he was playing up front he, <laughs> he scored so many for St Mirren because somebody had before that him. he was maybe kind of attacking midfield he scored a few goals but not as many as maybe this season um, so the likes of that if we keep on doing that kind of thing signing the best of the rest in terms of what we can Celtic I do think but no matter can you know, what Dyke says I mean I I think he will be away. I, I can't see Van Dijk not being away. I know Dial has said, aye, he won't go, but let's face it, if they got a bid of £6 million, yeah. £7 million, yeah, the board's not going to turn it down, and I think they'd be daft to turn it down. Deny. Yeah. And you combine that, combine that with Deny, Deny's going to Man City. He will probably get into the Man City team now, given the garbage you've been doing. Possibly, and then there is... Terrible. There is a speculation about Johansson, whether he goes or not. I mean, that would be... If that was three, that would be your three best players, maybe a season. Gordon. As well, yeah. Uh, Gordon's really Chelsea, like going no. to uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, I don't see no, that one. I think Gordon, Chelsea after, it's got, after after Craig Gordon not playing for so long, I think Craig Gordon right. he's not, not going to go to Chelsea aye. for second choice. Um, in terms of that, so certainly, yeah. And I, and I said it again towards the end of last season. I thought each season Celtic will get worse because their better players will go, whereas Aberdeen are progressing in terms of their signing better players. <laughs> 
Well, well, it's, it's, I, I, mean, I think this is the key though because I mean we, we, we obviously we lost Foster at the start of this season and brought in yeah, Gordon and that's yeah, been a good move Johansson himself is a replacement for the likes of Joe Ledley so he's obviously that's the key with this, this kind of policy is he, okay you can sell them on but you do need to bring in players to replace them if you can do that you can get away with it yeah. yes, and you remember that Celtic have got the, the history of, of unearthing a rough I'm going to call them rough diamonds uh, but, but players who perhaps aren't on our radar as uh, mm-hmm. fans, but the, the scouting network uh, is it is it Park? I see not away somewhere uh, else. Is he? Does he not go? No, I think a lot of the success uh, has to go to him. Uh, I know that uh, some people might say that I don't like to give uh, Lennon any credit, but. I think nowadays, I think the scouting network is where the, the, the talent lies for unearthing a gem. And I think that's the case at, at Celtic. And they've still got that. Yeah. So I think that, yes, players will be sold on, but I think they've got the quality to, to bring in some new gems. I know that Johansson was Dyla's player, but that's a that's a good example of what they can bring in. Yeah, that'd be... That also be the thing in terms. I think Dyla came in with the idea of probably again cutting budget and giving youngsters a chance, more of a chance. Maybe this season there's a few. McGregor obviously came in did well. Denier okay it was a loan signing, it's done well. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Henderson featured a wee bit. So that next season. So that side of things probably, and I, you would think as well, he'll go to he'll go to Norway and there'll be players there. I would think. That might interest them, yeah. Um, in terms of that, so yeah, it will depend. But it's probably the signings that he's well. You think that well, as far as we're, we're aware, I've been his signings. That's quite a bit hit and miss whether they were good or not. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Yeah, um, uh, unfortunately, we're going to have to move on, John, because we're, we're kind of tight for time uh, because we've still got the the Celtic game to discuss there's a couple of things I wanted to discuss in that and then also the Scottish Cup and the charity bet so we need to move on uh, the the Inverness Celtic game I, I wanted to talk about uh, Brill's injury uh, I didn't watch the game live mm, it looked like see when I seen the replay uh, in the highlights and obviously he was in a lot of distress but I thought he'd just knocked his knees together which which would put you in a lot of distress because uh, it's happened right. to me before and it's, it's a horrible uh, pain but to hear that he dislocated his knee it's just uh, it's, it's horrible I'm really glad that I didn't focus too much on the, the highlights at that point when they kept showing you replay after replay here's the point where you might actually see something snap inside his knee you're like, no, no, I'm glad I didn't focus on that. Uh, but ho- hopefully it's not too bad. I thought it was a, a good use of uh, Twitter on Sports Scene when they showed his tweet. Uh, it's better than I've seen uh, before when they, they just show nonsense tweets. But <laughs> Played well today, boys. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I like that tweet from him. Uh, hopefully it does all right. Uh, although I don't know why the, the commentator was saying that he'd been given oxygen. Would you really be given oxygen or would you be given laughing gas? Is that for... I thought it was a laughter. Is that for... Is that for... Mm, Brill, is that for Brill? Yeah. I know, I played... For, I mind playing five-a-side football once and my mate... Uh, I went up for a header. The boy... Didn't, the other boy didn't jump. He came down and he was getting certainly given oxygen and then copious amounts of morphine. Was it not he, he dislocated, his, he dislocated his knee. Not laughing gas that they gave him. Uh, no, 
don't know. I'm, I'm not a doctor. That, that's Ra- that's Raheem Sterling you're thinking of. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same stuff. I he oh no oh, I oh, oh, he's he's a very silly silly boy taking a, a potentially deadly a drug of laughing gas. It's deadly if it's not laughing gas and it's something else. That's right. Yeah. It's it, it could be butane, but that makes uh, nitrous oxide deadly because somebody could put butane in the, the balloon. By that, that's another rant. A uh, Brun. I'm go- I've got this titled in my notes here as Brun's dive. So we're gonna we're gonna go into that uh, describing it as a dive. <laughs> uh, I think personally it was a dive. I think that there's a uh, no question over and making the most of it, that's for sure. Uh, I, I don't think it was uh, a foul. I think it was a dive. I think a yellow card was fair. What do you think? I think I don't think he dived. I think what happened was he collided with the defender. It's not a free kick. Mm-hmm. The problem I have with it is Brown then sits and throws a dummy at the pram uh, as if he's looking for a penalty. Yeah. Is that, he basically look, looks around the referee and says, that's a penalty ref. Yep. He's brought me down. At which point I'm thinking, he's cheating. Yep. You know it's not a penalty. So, I, I think is it a dive? No. Is he cheating? Yes. I think he like has deserved. Aye, it's one of those that your man, the manager, is probably not going to be that annoyed at you because the leg, you know that way, the legs there, you know that way, because well, the legs, yeah. because the legs stuck out. I don't, th- I think it was a dive, but it's one of them. I don't think it's a bad d- dive. If that makes sense. Oh, because I think because the legs so there. many players, so many players do it. So many attackers are taught to do that, uh, to to go looking for the penalty. And uh, so I'm not criticizing for criticizing them for that, but I do think it was a dive. I do think it was a yellow card because I think the way he's played for it, he certainly. went down. He, there's that's not natural. See, if we were playing a game, eleven aside or seven aside, and somebody got in our way like that. We would probably power right through them. Right? It would be as if they weren't there. Either that, or we would bounce back the way we came. We wouldn't go like that the way his legs went. And uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, one thing I, I remember when I was reading the rules uh, about, uh, and this is uh, one of the reasons it's, it's not a penalty, which I think most people agree on, is that every player has a right to be on the park. And I thought that was a brilliant way of putting it that. That defender has a right to be where he is, as long as he's not seeking mm-hmm. out to block a player. He has mm-hmm. to be on the park somewhere. You'd say he's just standing yeah. his ground, don't he? Yeah, he's, he's just standing there. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, th- I think for me that's a key difference. If you're standing ground, fair enough. If you move your, your body explicitly to block a person, yes, then you're committing a foul. It's uh, the question there becomes is whether it's a direct or an indirect free kick because technically just moving your body to walk someone's obstruction which would be an indirect Aye, depend, free kick depending what part of the picture that because yeah. there's, the, there's the whole oh I know indirect free kick really gets given there's, there's the whole thing there's the whole thing to when it's like a going out for a goal kick or a potential corner and clear obstruction but then there's that, that's just standing your ground you, I, th- I, think, I think in that case, it, th- th- I've heard that one argued that it depends whether you're technically in control of the yeah. ball or not. Often the defenders consider that he's in control of the ball when he's shielding it for a good Aye. kick. Which is odd considering yeah. he's not As long it. as it's within playing distance, is what the, the rules say. Well, I've seen that one straight you're, you're thinking well. And you're not allowed to use your arms either, which you're not allowed to use your body, which again is ridiculous because uh, arms are always up. 
Well, you make it for themselves <laughs> yeah. bigger. Aye, but one thing that annoyed me about the, the Brun incident is I think that there's definitely scope there for a debate as to whether it's a, a booking or not. But then we go to the pundits, who I'm hoping to get a wee bit of insight from, and all we get from Michael Stewart is it's 100% not a yellow card. I'm you're like, watch, f- you're watching the wrong program, Craig, if you want insight. Aye, let's, let's discuss <laughs> this. Let's discuss why it's not a yellow card, why it might be a yellow card. Don't come out and say like silly things like uh, it's not, 100% not a yellow card. Or Next thing you'll be saying, it's a stonewall penalty. Uh, just give us a wee bit of insight. Tell us why. It's, it's why he thinks it's not a yellow card. Don't come out with silly things like uh, that. That annoyed me. See, you know what's for that kind of thing in terms of pundit? Andy Walker. Aye. Have you ever heard oh, him oh. when it's a questionable decision in the box? It is always a penalty because he always goes with the striker All I've not, I don't think I've ever heard him give the benefit of doubt to defender defending player mm-hmm. oh aye aye it's fully him Gary McAllister where he's oh it's a natural position it's all about a natural position or he'll talk about oh it's a it's a, it's not a head knock so the referee doesn't need to stop play just go and read the rule book eh that's aye <laughs> Aye, uh, I, I, I should start uh, teaching them, and uh, I don't even just give them the rule book. I say uh, I'll charge them. You could, you could be the new, you could be the new compliance officer. Well, I think because, be, because, uh, because you I would like be able, you'd be able to give them yeah. instant decision, instant. You'd be oh wait a minute, I'll just short circuit through the pages, and that'll be you. That's it. You're right, and I would only need you work one day a week. And I would only pick up on what sports scene mentioned as well. I don't need to worry about uh, any any football other than the Premiership and maybe one match that they show in the Championship. Right, I'm going to put myself down for the compliance officer. But you, can, you can wait a few days to watch it. I mean, you don't need to watch it straight away. Just maybe a week, two weeks. Just, wait until just somebody tells me. Just whenever you feel like it. Whenever somebody like tell it. me. They'll tweet me and tell me, like, this is an issue. Chase it up. And then, yeah, less chasing it and more... I just and, and quite an offer suspensions as well to players. Not really, not really stick my neck out and saying yes, you are going to get suspended. Just say any chance you could take a suspension, please. Right, that's it. <laughs> please, good. You're going to ask him, ask him nicely. Aye. Okay, and uh, I wanted to have a wee bit of a moan of the Rangers game. Right, Nicky Law. Which one? The good one, Nicky Law. Oh. And then he's talked about in sports scene as if he's scored 12 goals this season. That might be the case, but that's making him sound like he's good. I'm not having that. <laughs> I'm not having that. He did have a good game. It's a bit harsh. He, had, he, had, he scored 12 games. He scored 12 goals. He's good against Hearts. He was good there. Oh, and against Wraith Rovers. But other than that, no, I'm not having that. Definitely not 12 goals. I don't so, care. So, he, so he's been good in like two of the last three games? <laughs> I am not. I'm not. You're just, I think you've just been overcritical now. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a chip on my shoulder when it comes to him. Hide and seek champion Nicky Law. <laughs> oh, what was that? That's my phone vibrating. Oh, <laughs> that's that's a that's a time to move on. That's Are you getting dirty texts again? <sighs> <laughs> I, that's right. I time to move on. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get Craig for compliance officer trending. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I don't right. too much. Uh, my I, phone will vibrate again. 
That's the point. And that's probably why it vibrated because I just tweeted. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a, a wee bit off on a tangent here, but I seen a tweet and I retweeted it that Owen Doyle has scored more goals than more league goals than anyone else in England and the, the top four divisions anyway. Oh, aye, he's been linked by like big money moves and all sorts. He was pretty poor at Hibs, but it just shows you. It just shows you, aye. He couldn't he couldn't hack the the big league. Found his level. <laughs> so Chesterfield isn't it? Chesterfield is that. I'm not sure. I didn't look that much into it. I just seen the oh, tweet. Oh, come on, Craig. Right. If, you're, if you're going to complain, you need to just get, get your thoughts right. <laughs> I think it is Chesterfield. If, it, probably, if it's not, I'm going to look right. Plonka. Uh, you will. You will. Right, well, my PC's working again. So <laughs> I'm not very good. Right, one just, just, just to wrap up. Uh, he plays uh, for Cardiff uh, City. Oh, I must have moved then. Aye. Just just to wrap up the leagues, Celtic still need fourteen points for their seven games. Forfar in League One need eight points for their three games. That's a change at the top by the way, because it was starting off until they lost. Uh, Albion Rovers need five points for their three games. Right. Good. And of course it helps if other opponents drop points. I quite like your uh, magic number. That's the magic number. Yeah, uh, hashtag ma- oh, magic number. There should be a wee bit of music for that, like magic number, but not music oh. by the magic numbers though, because that wouldn't be good. Aye, Laurie would like doing that. He, he liked music. By the way, yeah. if anyone's interested in getting in touch with us, we're on the Twitter the SFF podcast. You can tweet us it. You can tweet abuse. Uh, tweet anything towards tweet Greg if you pictures want. Pictures of pies. Pictures of pies in the football. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. We'd all also like pictures of hot women at the football. Uh, don't send us any John, pictures. Don't send us any pictures of actual football. Just anything like that. Wait um, a minute, John. What? We're, we're no sexist. We're no sexist, so all we right. can have pictures of hot guys as well. Well, for you, Craig, you can have that. Aye, but Greg, 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 Chris, and me, we'll we'll just block those photos. But oh, pies. <laughs> uh, I mean, meat, pa- meat pies. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> John, you're terrible. You're going to get barred. I hope we're going to get barred. <laughs> that, that's what the fuck up right, a Tweet us. Aye, tweet us, basically. Right. Okay, we'll move on. You'd never oh, guess it. You'd never guess it. Five past eleven, would you? If I'm on the top of subject of pies, I had two Cali pies, right? And I'll tell right. you a funny story. So I got the pies. I'll be the judge of that. Now, you know how the trays are a bit hot? Right. You get pie in a tray, quite hot. I got hot chocolate as well. A wee bit cold. So. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right, I need to eat a pie. I need to mm-hmm. also try and drink my hot chocolate. What am I going to do with another pie? So I put it in my pocket, right? So <laughs> I've ate the first pie, mm-hmm. hot chocolate, oh, drinking that, oh, plastic cup, oh, dear. Squeeze cup, hot chocolate, oh, all over my hand, almost over uh, my, co- my, I was going to say colleague, my colleague, <laughs> my, uh, one of the boys in the supporters club on his back. Then went, right. then went, oh, I'll just get my mother pie, put my hand in my pocket, and went, oh, no. Then looked at my hand, it looked like my hand had been in a bit of shit. Um, <laughs> but no, the pie, I had no look before I put the pie in the pocket, the top of it, the crust, wee bit off gravy. Oh, nightmare. So a wee bit of gravy in my pocket, put my hand in, oh dear, disaster. So they are, that is the story of the pies 
that on that was, Sunday. That was a good story. Uh, I, if we're going down this route, uh, <laughs> I've, I've got I've got a story that I'm going to save for the end of the podcast. But it's, no, it's I do it just in case you forget. No, 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 John. This is a teaser to get people mm. to listen oh, right to the end. Aye, aye, this this is a good story, and I've I've definitely saved the banner for this one. Right, I'm going to leave it till the end. I once we've discussed the charity bit and the predictions oh. for the 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 Premiership games, and also touched on the Scottish Cup because we've still got quite a lot to cover. So in the charity <laughs> bit, we're, we're going to go for. <laughs> wait, 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 can I tell another story? No, uh, we've not got time. Oh, it's quick, really quick. Right, okay. Right. So, a few of the boys, like a bit of a banter in the supporters club, one of the boys was trying to put some stuff in the guy's hood in the front row in front of him. was struggling because the hood was too flat. So, <laughs> the, guy kept, the guy kept on turning down and going, ah, right, you can know what's happening. So, because of my pocket, the the, po- the pie pocket, I'd been there a night out with work last week and took a couple, took some cigars for some of the boys. Right. Right. Some of the cigars were still in the pocket, so I thought, well, if you can't beat them, join them. So right. I tested the water with a guy that had tried to put stuff in the guy in front of him in his hood. We five pence went in first of all, and then that tested that went in fine. Cigar in the hood, job done. Never knew what was happening until the WhatsApp group. I got a wee picture, and there was a picture, just a picture of a cigar, and somebody did obviously found it eventually. He See, knows that's... it was me anyway. He knows it was me because I we were in, I was in the back row, and it was either me or my son. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. So your son. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I blamed him, I but so there you go. You can't be trusted, John. Oh, a lot of you. Yeah, you're the one. That you were like telling it. stories about drinking in the subway and all sorts. No, no, no me. Ah, uh, no. roller cola bottles. Why? Oh, I was drinking in the streets. Oh yeah, oh, see, <laughs> <laughs> caught you there. Right, right, okay. So the charity bet at McBookie. We've got £10 courtesy McBookie and we're going to put it on Riley, uh, Queen of the South, to score first this weekend because they, they only need three points to seal the, the playoff spot. So I think that's going to happen this week. And we've also got them as part of a treble because they're, they're fighting for that. We're going to have them and Morton and Stranra. So Queen a treble of like that. Queen of South are 39-40. Aye, that's really good odds because they are away. Uh, but because they only need three points to get to the playoffs, I think they'll want to get it tied up nice and early. And then we're going for is it Stranraer? Stranraer, yep, they're at home uh, to Stenismere, they're eight to fifteen, and Morton away to Stirling Albion, who are one to two. So ten pound on that treble returns forty five pound forty three pence. So we're going to go with that. What what's the total watch just now? We've got that there for the season. The total, well, you know how I'm like. I like to be prepared, and normally I'm prepared, but not today. Oh. Uh, I can just check this up, and what I'll do is I'll stall as I open this up. Okay. Three seven five ninety eight pence. Right. So yeah, we've got. Have we only got three weeks left? Are we getting the play? Are we getting? Are McBookie going to give us a, some playoff action? Or I tell you what, McBookie are good guys. They'll probably give us the playoffs. I think they will. They're, they're ah, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely good guys. Right. I'll check with them. Right. We'll, we'll move swiftly on then. So we've got Riley and Queen of South, Morton and Stranra. So we'll move on. We'll do the predictions for the Premiership because there's a, a game midweek 
Uh, Chris doesn't like 3pm Saturday games, so he's got a, a Wednesday night game against Kilmarnock. I'm going to go for a home victory here. I'm going to go 3 0. 2 0. Uh, yeah, I can't really see anything but a Celtic win here, unfortunately. Uh, I'll go for Celtic 3, Kilmarnock 0. Celtic are 2 to 15. The draws 8 to 1, and Kilmarnock are 21 to 1. Uh, there's, there's, there's no lot of value in a bet there, uh, unless you're going minus one or anything, which... Uh, even, minus, even minus one would be like, crap. Yes, yep, yep. So on Saturday, we've got... Oh, am I going to call it the new firm? Mm, nah, mm. nah, you're not going to call it the new firm. I wouldn't call it the new firm. I think you just did. Right. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't. You can cut yeah. that out, Chris. It's no, no, it's the, is that the, the magic button to go along with the magic number that we've got as well in the podcast? The magic, <laughs> <laughs> magic button doesn't cut things. I, I, it's not that clever. Aberdeen against Dundee United. I think Dundee United were lucky against Hamilton by the sounds of things. Uh, and I think that their slump is going to continue. I, I really do think that, that Dundee's going to finish ahead of them. Now, I, uh, I think that the tide has turned the, the blue side... Dundee, I think, is going to be the the big team. Uh, Mike Namara doesn't care because he's he's lying on a bed of half a million. And <laughs> notes. He doesn't care. Right, I'm going to uh, go for a, a big one. I'm going to go three one Aberdeen. Boy, I dodged it out of score. Only if they got a penalty. All right. <laughs> yeah, but I, th- I think no, it's I'm going to be a no. I don't think they'll get it. No. Three nil. Well, hopefully, with after. We, we were the, the last ones to have to play them with Mackay Stephen and Gert, yeah, I'm sure we're still there um, so I'll go for 2-0 Aberdeen 2-0 Aberdeen ok in terms of OI odds Aberdeen are 3-5 which is a pretty decent price I think and the draw's 31-10 and Dundee United away 9-2 a 3-5 sounds like a good bet that's printing money Aye. Well, you heard it. That's it. Kai Bosch. <laughs> That's it, yep. Okay, and then what's this, what's this Diddy Cup that's happening at the weekend? Uh, oh, three Cup. The proper Ramsden's. Oh, are we predicting that as well? No, we're not predicting that. We're talking about it. Oh, are we? Aye, well, we touched upon the uh, Hibs Falkirk situation um, <clears throat> briefly about how it could potentially play havoc with the, the playoffs or those who are fighting for the playoffs could assist them. But in the other game, you've got Inverness against Celtic. Pretty, pretty well, you know, everybody mumping and moaning about the fact that Inverness fans need to come down to Glasgow for a stupid early cock kick-off. Nobody moaned that we had to go up there last weekend. Ah, but to be, I think, I think, I think it should. I'm sick of these lunchtime kick-offs when you've got 100 to I think that's... I think generally, if there's a lunchtime cook-off and it's something as bizarre as these fixtures, there's usually a bone. So, yep. and it's unlike Celtic fans not to have a bone, so... Uh, <laughs> 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 but, aye, that's obviously something that needs to look at, but probably won't be, because incom- incompetent oh, arseholes. Right, <laughs> so my prediction is for uh, Brun to win a penalty in this game. Win a fair, fair, fairly or unfairly? To win a penalty. Alright. Oh, it's as far as I'll go. But I think Celtic will win this one. 
I think that they were unlucky against Inverness, uh, despite what was said at the end of the game by Hughes. I think they were unlucky, and I think that they'll step up a gear, knowing that, that knowing it's the That's big right. cup. And I think it was a different prospect. I tell you what, though, for this uh, treble, which is very achievable, I think, uh, if he gets over this hurdle. Because, as, as I mentioned previously, if Hibs get to the final, they're going to be stuck between the, the Scottish Cup and banishing that picture of the, the horse-drawn tram uh, from the last time they won the Cup. They'll be torn between that and reaching the Premiership. And uh, it's a difficult one. I think a the great, Cup double, would win. great double for them, it would be. The uh, Cup would win in my uh, priority. Oh. But... Oh, it's a, I think it's maybe. enough to take their eye off the ball. So I think for Celtic, this this is the the biggie. Get past Inverness, and then the final. I think, yeah, I don't Tell want to say what, it's a seven to one, to predict, which is pretty decent. Consider that Inverness's record worth against worth Celtic. Bet, eh? so, there's no secret in Glasgow, right uh, enough. Apart from that one time which always gets mentioned. But, but I, I enjoyed that. Aye. Uh, <laughs> but see, be honest, you're talking about Hibs making the final. I don't think they will. I think Falkirk will. You think so? Yep. I think I think Falkirk have done really well against Hibs this Aye, season. maybe Falkirk. That's the other thing. What to play for? Yep. Yeah. So far, Hibs have got something else. Yep. Yeah. If, if Falkirk get through the final, then yeah, they, they've got a hundred percent focus on that. They they've got time to rest up. Falkirk are thirty-one to ten, which. I'd say as again a good place a wee Falkirk Inverness double oof Aye, that'd, be, that'd be nice yep not impossible Aye. so what's the situation with the TV games the weekend both will be on the box, won't they Aye, BBC's got one and Sky's got both Aye, of them. if it's 12-15 that's why that's why I'm not I'm just checking just now. So uh, BBC One Scotland on twelve fifteen on Saturday for Hibs versus Falkirk. That'll be a good game. And then Sky Sports Two has also got that. And then twelve fifteen on the Sunday, Sky Sports Two have got that as well uh, for oh. the Inverness Celtic game. Uh, I've just seen what the problem was with the predictions. That other game that's on there's no toll. That's midweek. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a prediction in there just now though. Yeah, John, don't you worry about it. I'm on the ball here, despite oh, me sitting aye. on my phone. I'm on the ball. Here's a question, though. When did Inverness and Dundee United play? If you check the league table, that's they're the only two teams that won't have played 33 games after that Celtic oh. game. And it's not scheduled anywhere. Probably, mm. it, it would not surprise me if it's played after the split. Nah, it sounds like it will probably will be now. Unless you play it. Well, well they, they can't put my next midweek now because of the range of winning. Aye, they've got previous in doing that and having a a, a non-decider game getting played after the split. <laughs> but you say that, but the last one I remember was the Celtic Inverness game where we lost, and that pretty much meant Rangers won the league. Also, also, also as well, also as well, there's still European places up for grabs. Oh, aye, let's not yep. forget uh, St Johnson's is this... Europe. Yep, one second. It's not. It's not going to change this part. I think. Yes, that's what I mean. Aye. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Uh, see, I'm a bit lost here because normally I know exactly how long we've been on the, the call for. Okay, an hour and a half. I think this podcast has been going. Ah, uh, it's, it's, it's been. It's been a massive one. Right. Okay. Right. Well, before we go, first of all, thanks for listening. If you managed to listen this far, I've won my phone. I probably sound rubbish, but 
I've enjoyed the podcast. Anyway, I wanted to say something for a few days now, but I've been saving the banter before the podcast. Is this about normal... earlier on when you were saying about the pictures of the guys? No, no, no. Normally no. when we chat before the, the podcast, uh, we don't really say much because we, we normally say, no, no, save the banter. Don't use up the banter because I want it all to be fresh on the, the podcast. So I wanted to spring this uh, live in the podcast, but Chris, the other night I had a dream about you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, I told you, Chris, that. it was about the, the photos of the guys. <laughs> I had a dream about you. You invited me to Celtic Park. And I decided, <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't mind coming because I wanted to meet you, but I didn't want to come during the game. So I waited until after the game and you waited about for me after the game. And uh, <laughs> so, so I came to see you. I met you, uh, you and your wife. Uh, that was the extent of the dream. Oh, wait, wait. So what you're saying is you're dreaming about my wife. <laughs> oh, by the way, you've got rubbish seats at Celtic Park. I could hardly see the pitch. I think you're fine. I've got, I've got fantastic seats. That, that's oh. the one you say. That's reality in there, way. This is weird because there was a tree in the way. I could, there was a bit of the pitch I couldn't see because of a tree. But then, unfortunately, that's all I can remember. Must be. I can't remember anything else. Uh, that was it. But I thought I would save it and I thought I would tell you during the podcast. Oh, thanks, that's a creepy way to end. I, I, would, I would like to make a disclaimer at this point. I have not dreamt about anyone that has been on the podcast. <laughs> you, what were you, Chris? No. no. No, I can't vouch for Greg. I'm not sure about that. Wait, wait, does Kelly Brook count? What's that? Does Kelly Brook count? No, she wasn't, she, she, she wasn't on the podcast. She's not, not on the podcast as such. If we can get her on, then oh, right. well, she's not uh, coming on now. now. You've sent those pictures around. Wait, <laughs> uh. right, in that case, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, right, well, well, thanks for coming on the two years. Thanks for putting up with me on my phone. Uh, and and we'll be back next week, next Monday night, as normal. And I'll be on my headset, sounding good, sounding fresh. And there'll be no yawns next week because we won't be as late. I keep it fresh. Right. Remember, Craig for compliance officer. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, guys. And I'll speak to you next week. Right. Cheers, Bye. see you later. <laughs>